Welcome back or welcome to another episode of In Our Lane Podcast. I am your host, Amisha. You can follow me everywhere at E-M-M-E-I-S-H-A. And also don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at underscore in our lane. That's underscore I-N-O-U-R-L-A-N-E. And if you are listening on Apple, Spotify, or Amazon Music, please give us five stars and leave a review. That really, really helps the podcast grow it helps people other people who listen to podcasts similar to like you to get suggested these podcasts and I really need all of the help that I can get so if you love this podcast please tell a friend to tell a friend to go check out the podcast I really really appreciate it and don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you love to watch the podcast because we need to grow this community, y'all. We have to grow the community. So um, now let's just, now that I got that out of the way, let's hop into the topic of the day. So I wanted to talk about me having this question repeatedly over and over and over again in my head about what am I doing wrong? I don't know why I do this to myself, but like... Sometimes I get in this funk and I'm always questioning, like, what am I doing wrong? What could have what could I have done better? Um, and I'm, I'm just sick and tired of blaming myself for stuff. Like, I feel like when I do stuff, I give 110 percent every single time. And if that's the best that I can do with what I have, then that's the best it's going to get. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm wrong. That doesn't necessarily mean that um, I can't do whatever it is that I'm trying to do. Like, um, for example, this podcast, um, it... It always questions me, like, what step am I not taking that is preventing this podcast to being where it should be? Um, I definitely feel like my marketing plays a part in that. I feel like I don't really market my podcast as well as I could have. That goes into me asking the question, what am I doing wrong? Um, I feel like the overall aesthetic of this podcast um could be different the production of the podcast could be different so I'm just like I'm always like nitpicking and being my biggest critic of like what could I do better and why aren't I at the top with these other podcasts because when people do come across my podcast for the first time the first thing that they say is oh my gosh, like your podcast is so good. It looks great. You talk um, really well and I'm really intrigued and interested in what you have to say and all this good stuff, but the views are not there. And it's just like, I don't know. Um, 
all I can do is really continuously post episodes. And I mean, like, I just, I just feel like until I get to a certain level, I feel like I'm gonna always have that in my head. Like, what am I doing wrong? What could I be doing better? Um, excuse me. Um, and so like, I just, I'm trying to work on not, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm burping a lot. Um, I'm really trying to work on not beating myself up and feeling like I'm doing something wrong per se, but maybe it's just, I'm missing a step and trying to re trying to change the language and that I'm speaking to myself because I I don't want to feel like I'm wrong I want to feel like I'm doing everything that I possibly can be doing and if that means that the podcast isn't growing at the rate that I want it to grow that doesn't necessarily mean that um I'm not doing the best that I can because I feel like I am I feel like I'm doing the best that I can and if you watch episode number one from like three years ago and you see episode what is this 70 what is this episode 74 so if you see the change from episode one to episode 74 you will see a drastic change and so I feel like I'm making all of the steps and moving forward and doing everything but the numbers aren't where I would like for them to be. And I just have to stop looking at the numbers and stop focusing on the numbers because that's going to come. And, you know, I can't be focused on the numbers and how many views I get. I need to just focus on what I have right now in this moment and just continue to grow and implement the changes that I want to see in my show and, just continue to build my team because I eventually will have a team and continuously just showing up and doing the best that I can. So I I need to stop repeating that question in my head. What am I doing wrong? Because I just, I know deep down inside that I'm not doing anything wrong and that I deserve to be on revolt I deserve to be on BET like I feel like I deserve to do all of these things and I just have to just keep going because all of these things are going to happen it's just when the right time comes and it's just not my time yet and the right person hasn't came across my platform but once they do they're going to see that I've been consistent they're going to see that I've grown and you can you can literally see the growth and that's all that matters and so that's all I can do is just keep showing up and so that's what I'm gonna do and I know that I know that I'm going to continue to struggle with this just because I want this so bad but I am also I I do <laughs> I do also know at the same time that I am doing the best that I can with what I have and God bless those who use what he gives them and that's what I'm doing
So, yeah, let's talk about it. What do you do when you enter the room and you only know your friend? So, I forgot what I was watching, but they was talking about how, like, if you enter into, if they enter into a room and they only know their friend, they're going to speak to everybody in the room. I'm not really like that. It depends on what mood I'm in. Like, if I'm in a good mood and my energy is right and I enter to a room, I'll try to speak to everybody. But it just, and then it also depends on the energy in the room. So if I walk in the room and people make stank faces and like I try to go up to a person and they really like acting like standoffish, then I'm not going to speak to nobody else because I don't like that. So, um, yeah, I'm one of those people when I walk into a room, I'll speak to my friend. If I didn't walk in with my friend, I'm going to approach my friend. I'm going to talk to my friend and I'm going to stay by my friend the whole night. Um, But of course, if people speak to me, if people want to talk, I will, you know, talk with talk to them. But like as far as like walking into the room and just going around to each person. I don't really care about doing all that. Like I'm more of a, Hey everybody type person. And then I go over to my friend. Like I'm not the type of person where I feel like I have to speak to every person in the room because sometimes, like I said, like sometimes some people, their energy be off and I'm just like, yeah, no, let me just stay over here in my corner and just talk to my friend. And that, that be what it is because I'm big on that energy stuff. And if somebody start acting funny, then my facial expression is going to start doing what they do. And we don't want want my energy to change. Because I feel like no matter if the energy in the room is off, I'm going to still be me regardless. So that's going to be make it even worse. Because if you got a problem... By me just walking in the door, you don't really have a problem when I open my mouth and I start being myself. So if you don't like me just from my appearance or just from, I don't know, whatever the case may be, then that's a you problem. So, yeah, I feel like it don't make me feel no type of way if I'm already in a room and then somebody walk in and they don't speak to me. It don't make me feel no type of way because you don't know me and I don't know you. And, you know, like we might eventually, you know, speak at some point throughout the night. But if I don't have to speak to you, I don't have to speak to you. Like I have no problem. I feel like some people feel offended or feel like people are being rude when they walk into a room and don't speak to them. Like, I know some families are like that. Like, my stepdad's side of the family is like that. Like, when you enter into the house, you have to speak to every. (laughs) You have to speak to every single person. And if you miss somebody, they're going to be like, oh, so you didn't see me when you walked in the door type? Yeah, they like that, for real. And then when you leave, you have to speak and tell everybody goodbye and stuff like that so I have to do that over there every time I go over there so I really don't care when I'm in social settings to speak to everybody like I just really don't like it doesn't bother me if you don't speak to me I don't care I'm here to be with my friend I'm here to support my friend and that's it so 
Y'all let me know how y'all feel about that. Because some people really like take that to heart and that's like a big thing for them. It's not really that big of a thing for me. Now, I do speak to whoever house I'm in. So if I'm in somebody's house, I will make sure that I'm speaking to the host of the night. I will do that. But everybody else, hey, how y'all doing? My name is Misha. I do a collective hello. And I feel like that should be good enough. I, I feel like, or we should just have, start this thing where it's like once everybody's there, we just all go around the room. Because it's just too much. It's just, it's just too much for me. And I'm just not here for it. Okay. So, places to go, things to do. If you're looking for a place to get some good brunch, Go check out Flying Biscuit. I really enjoyed their brunch. I believe I had their French toast with strawberries. And then I had like some sausage, egg, um, grits. The grits is really good. Really, really good. Um, And we had mimosas. And we got the bottle and we finished the bottle. It was really, really good. I like Flying Biscuit. They have multiple locations in Atlanta. So... If one is packed, just go to the other one. And they're not that far apart from each other. Um, the one we went to, I, I haven't been to the other location, so I'm not sure how spacious it is. But the location that we went to, um, it was pretty small. Like, it wasn't, like, a huge restaurant or nothing like that. And we were kind of, like, sitting off to the side by the kitchen, which I'm not really a fan of. But, I mean... It was either that or wait, so I just didn't complain about it and just went along with it. Um, They don't have, like, their own parking spot, so you will have to try to find some street parking. And y'all know I'm not a fan of that, so that's that. But the food was amazing. The breakfast was really, really good, and I definitely can't wait till I go back because I love me some breakfast food. Okay. Oh, Jesus. And Misha's watch list. So I finally got a chance to watch A Thousand and One. That's the new movie with Tiana Taylor. Um, It was really good, y'all. It was not what I expected from the synopsis that I had heard from the beginning um, I didn't realize, spoiler alert, that the young man was going to actually grow up in the movie. I thought he was going to stay like a little boy the entire time. But Tiana Taylor did her thing. That's all I got to say. Like, y'all sleeping on my girl for sure. I pray I get to work with her one day. I would love to be on set with her. I feel like her as a director, I would love to shadow her. Um and just see how she is on set. Like, I just really want to be able to work with her and produce something amazing because that movie was really, really good. Like, when it comes down to the location and comes down to the score and it comes down to just the storyline itself and just, she did the dang old thing. Like, it was really, like, yeah, she did that. And like the other, the male, the main male, the main male character, the the little boy, 
um, you see him like grow up. One of the first of all, I do want to say this before I move on. Whoever the casting director was for this, you kind of slipped up when the little boy was like maybe what's that middle school age. He ain't look nothing like how he looked as a child. Now, when he was a child and then when he was like high school, finna graduate from high school, you could, okay, I could believe that 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 was him growing up. But the young man that they used for him when he was like middle school age, I was like, why would they pick him? He don't look nothing like that little boy. But that's neither here nor there. Overall, it was amazing. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't think that it would turn out the way that it turned out. But, you know, the story was a good story. And they did what needed to be done. That's all I got to say. And it's on Peacock now. So if you didn't get to see it um, in the theaters, you can go watch it on Peacock. Ask Misha. So I'm going to pull a card. From I'm Curious to Know, which is a card game by Cocktails Dirty Discussions. Make sure you guys send in your advice letters to at underscore in our lane. Um, you do not have to, for Ask Misha is not all about getting to know me and what I like, what I don't like, and do I want to go on a date with you. I really want this segment to be where you guys send in um, your questions, you need advice on something that you're going through in life. Maybe it's relationships, whether that's platonically or um, romantically, or maybe your mama did something, your daddy did something, and you just need somebody to bounce and bounce ideas off of. Um, I'm here, so just let me know what it is. I don't like that question. I answered this one already. Okay, I like this one. This is a really good one. Do you have a specific type? Describe him or her to me in detail. Okay, so I do have a specific type. Like, excuse me. I do have a specific type. And my specific type is black men, first and foremost. That's just what I like. I don't care what shade you are. You could be the lightest of the light or the darkest of the dark. Um, I don't really care about color as long as you're black. Um, and when I say black, I don't mean mixed. Like, not that it's anything wrong with being mixed. But, I mean, I want your parents to be black. And their parents to be black And their parents to be black Um That I'm just gonna leave that at that So I like black men That's first of all Then as far as like Facial hair I love a good Thick healthy beard Like I don't like guys That are baby face Like they just it's just skin Like I don't <laughs> I don't like that Or like they might just have Like a little piece right here And then they might got that But 
uh-uh. I need the full beard. I need it to be a little length to it. If it ain't got too much length to it, it's okay as long as it's full all the way around and you're going to get there. But, yeah, I love a full, thick, healthy beard. Um, As far as height goes, I would prefer someone who is taller than me. Um, and when I say taller than me, I mean like six plus, but I'm not too picky. So I have, you know, seen a few people who weren't as that, that like probably were like five, 10, maybe like that. Cause I'm five, six. So five, 10 is not that bad. Um, but with heels on, it's like. I'm damn near taller than you at this point. So I don't like that. Like I feel like I would prefer a man when I'm in heels, he's still taller than me. That's my height requirement. As long as I'm in heels and you're still taller than me, that's perfect. But if you're not and we're like the same height when I put my heels on, that's not a that's not gonna be a deal breaker for me. But my type is guys that are like six plus. Um, and what else? I think that's pretty much it as far as like appearance wise. Like you gotta have swag. Like if you don't know how to dress, then it's like, what are we doing? Because I need you to help me with my outfits. I need you to tell me what shoes I need to get. I need you to help me like, you know, put that shit on. So it's like, if you ain't putting that shit on, then it's like, I don't know what to tell you, sir. So you got to know how to dress. You got to know how to put that shit on. And you have to be able to make me laugh. Like if you don't have a sense of humor, like I don't think it could work because I feel like laughter cures a lot of things and if we can't even laugh together if we can't even have like just a good time just me and you just having a ball then that's a problem so you gotta have a sense of humor yeah you have to have a sense of humor what else falls in like the whole like your type thing um no kids that's my type that's my type it's my type <laughs> I will keep saying that over and over again And never been married before That's my type That's my type Um, But yeah My family and friends will say I like light-skinned niggas But that's just It just so happened that majority of my roster Happens to have being light-skinned But I do have, I have had, you know, a few chocolate brothers on my line before. So, um, oh yeah, I forgot about the hair. So my type, when it comes down to the hair, like I love like long curly hair, like guys that grew their hair out and just wear it curly. And then like put braids in your hair and stuff like that. Like I like guys with dreads too, but I my top type is the long curly natural hair. Um, the long curly natural hair with the full beard. Or if you don't have long curly hair, then I like just 
a regular haircut with the waves. The regular fade with the waves. I don't like the little box thingy that guys be having on top of their head. I don't like that. I don't like mohawks on guys. I don't like... I really don't like when guys put designs in their head. Like, you might could do, like, a little, de- little, little, two little lines, three little lines or something like that. But if you got all this going on, design and stuff, I don't like it. I'm not really a fan of it. Just a regular low haircut, brush out your waves, or long curly natural hair. And you either wear your long curly natural hair or put braids in it. That's what I like. So... That's my type. That's my type. Okay. <laughs> now we're going to get into stay in your lane. So for today, I wanted to talk about vulnerability with your partner. Um, Y'all got to get vulnerable with your partners. I don't understand how you say you love somebody and you've been in a relationship with somebody for years and you don't know how to communicate certain things to your partner. Like, that just don't make sense to me. Like, how can you be married for years to somebody and you can't tell him that something that he did bothers you or that he's not satisfying you in the bed? Like, I just don't understand, like, how you can live in the same house with somebody and see this person every single day. But you don't know how to get vulnerable with your partner. You don't know how to openly express yourself to your partner. Like, I just don't understand that. Get vulnerable. Talk to these people. Like, you can't expect somebody to know what's going on with you if you don't tell them. They don't, they can't read minds. They, if you walking around acting like everything okay, to them, everything is okay. And so you got to get vulnerable. You got to speak up. You got to tell them what's going on in your head. And it's one thing if you are being vulnerable and they just don't give a fuck and not trying to hear you out and make certain changes. That's a whole nother conversation. But if you have a partner who is genuinely um, unconditionally in love with you and They want you to be happy and they're willing to put in the work to make y'all relationship work. Why would you not be open with that person? Like, I know it may be difficult, you know, to open up, but that's your man or that's your woman. Like, I just don't understand why people have such a hard time being vulnerable with people that they lay next to every night. Like. I cannot see myself laying in the same bed as somebody and for months, like months on top of months on top of months, like I'm just not happy about something or something is something that they did or something that they said is bothering me. I feel like if we got married at that point, you know, you're my person, and so I should be able to express myself whenever and however I want to. But I guess that's just not the case for everybody. Even after you get married, you're still scared to speak up, and I just don't understand that. So make sure you get vulnerable, stay in your lane, and see how it goes, okay? Uh, 
Thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of In Our Lane podcast. And I will see you guys in another episode. Bye.